It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Why Did Ask for RTX special. Um, so for this podcast, uh, like I said in the last one, we did so, something a little different in the sense that uh, I just got into TeamSpeak with a, a bunch of people. I think there was about seven or eight of us and uh, just did a bulk recording. It's completely unedited. Um, this is just how the conversation went uh, with some of the people that were guardians, some of the people that attended. Um, yeah, just part of our group. So hope you enjoy it. And stay tuned after the podcast because there is a special interview with a special guest so without further ado enjoy the why did ask for rtx special and what's good about this is that if you have the pre-recorded um i don't want to say anything now go on <laughs> if, if you have the pre-recorded intro you'll be fine well i'm gonna do Are it anyway to... what is our intro do we have an intro uh no it's just me at this point Let's do I it. Want our, I want. I have a new idea as new staff member. I You're think, fired. Oh, <laughs> dang it! No new ideas. <laughs> it's been a week. How dare you suggest things to us? <laughs> Go to HR. Who do you think stuff. you are? Go home. Thank God. Hey, folks. Go ahead. Okay, what's your idea? I think our intro should be me asking, "Do we have an intro?" Oh. You need to do. I forgot to do it the last time we did a podcast with you. Remember, you did that little jingle. It's the podcast. Why did it ask for? Can we veto? I'd like to veto that. No, fuck that. I'm using it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that whole thing should be the intro. All right. <laughs> the intro for every single episode. Let's do it. I'll just leave it there. I won't cut anything out of this. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to the RTX special of Why Did Ask For. Um, Yay! Yeah. This is going to be an adventure. Uh, We're only recording TeamSpeak audio, so the quality is not going to be that great. People might talk over each other, but fuck it, we're going to roll with it. So currently, uh, my name's Dan. I have with me Pat. Hello, everybody. Uh, Fuzz. (laughs) Hi. Lego. Hello. And also lurking in the room is Mari. Hello. And Banjo. Hello. So three out of the five of us, six of us, how the fuck many people are in here? Six. Eight, um, eight fractions. So, <laughs> so that's what, 47% of us uh, were actually at RTX this past weekend. Um, Fuzz was our main correspondent um, running all the uh, social media, running the Periscope for Waxing Harry's Legs. Uh, Banjo was just there and awesome, and his mustache game was on point. And <laughs> Lego was actually a guardian. Yes. So I don't know where we're going to start this. I'll kind of leave that to you guys, like where you want to start it. Maybe who arrived first, who you met first, something like that. I was the first person in Austin out of the three of us. When did you get there? I got there that 
Tuesday or Wednesday? I think Wednesday. Oh, yeah, oh wow. Wednesday, got there. What, what time on Wednesday? Yeah. What, what uh, time? I think I, my last plane touched down at about 1 p.m. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so what did you do from the time you landed until um, – well, who's the first person you ran into? Who's the first person you met up with from the group? From the group, mm-hmm. Bailey. Okay, I... when did you run into her? <laughs> I'm glad I we're going was... with the interrogation approach. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. It's going to get There's really more. intense. <laughs> intense like camping? Yeah. No, that's fucking intense. <laughs> Brokeback Mountain? <laughs> Yeah, maybe for the married people. <laughs> you guys Go. didn't hear about what happened on that second night. Oh <laughs> no, we didn't. But I'm sure we'll get to it. I'm I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> no, um, I got to RTX on Thursday. I believe was our first day to do everything. Uh, was at the venue, looked around, realized I didn't know what to do in the midst of forty thousand people. Pulled out my phone and texted Bailey like. Help me, where are you? And uh, that was how we met up. Wow, interesting story. So, Lego, when did you get in? Um, wow. I got in <laughs> Wednesday night around 11, 10 or 11 p.m. And I, um, what was it? I was going to stay with Wolf. I didn't get a hotel because Harry didn't get into his hotel until Thursday. So I had to find a place to stay for Wednesday night. And I was going to stay with Wolf and her roommates. And I was like staying uh, in touch with her as I transferred different flights and things like that. Um, User but... joined your channel. Welcome, Jesse. For uh, those of us who don't know, who, who who is Wolf? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Freaking people don't know who Wolf is. Um, Wolf is one of the uh, members that joined the server either slightly before me or after me. Um, I'm not really sure. She's just kind of always there type of deal uh, for me. But uh, she got busy with school and stuff, and we don't uh, see her around as much anymore. But uh, I met up with her last year at RTX, and she knitted me a cool hat, um, which is nice. And I would have been able to link you a picture of that if the RT site hadn't crapped its pants as far as images go. Thanks, Adam. But, uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> now, so yeah, she's cool, and she was gonna let me room with her and her roommates, uh, who were girls, and that was like a little weird because I'm like, eh, you know, I don't wanna, I don't wanna intrude and stuff like that. But they were both guardians as well, and basically, once she told their, her roommates that there was a guardian uh, that didn't have a hotel for the night, they were like, we are not letting a guardian sleep in, a, in the airport. Which was nice, but by the time I got in, they were kind of all asleep. And so I'm like, nah, well, if it's okay, I'll just sleep in the airport. Which is what I did last year. And uh, I don't know, I kind of enjoy sleeping in the airport. You get about four hours of sleep, all the lights are on, and it's hot. Um, And you like that? That sounds like absolute misery. Yeah, it's it's not the best, but there's like a strange like novelty or like masochism to it. Um, Yeah, masochism, there you go. Um, Because I did it last year. (laughs) But I don't know. It makes it makes me feel a little bit alive. Uh, it's it's kind of like camping. Like I usually don't get a good night's sleep while camping. I usually have to wake up early and 
get going and stuff like that. So sleeping in the airport is kind of like that. Um, you heard it here first. Sad. Sleeping in an airport is like camping. It's like camping. It's hot. <laughs> I mean, the I mean, on. I mean I was <laughs> the lights are always on. <laughs> I literally was camping. It was just inside, you know. Fair point. I, Fair point. I want to know what kind of tent you're sleeping in, where the lights so, are always on. So it's not, it's not a tent, and tents are not required for camping because I've slept like outside without a tent before, and that's pretty fun. But um, yeah, no, I just like laid my kilt out, and that was my mattress, <laughs> mm-hmm, and and nice. I built I build a pillow out of um a couple shirts and shorts, mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm. And then, so, like, I've got a bunch of valuables on me, right? Or, like, relatively valuable things, or at least my belongings. So what I did was I got, like, my backpack straps and my belt and tied my belt around the backpack straps and then tied the belt around my arm. So if anybody tried to grab that stuff and run, I would be awoken and then... You're so hobo-savvy. Yeah, I don't don't know. Um, Well, because it was funny, because right... After I got my bed set up and everything, bed, um, right. two people, it's it's in an area of the uh, airport that no one would ever go. Literally, the only thing up in this hallway that you can only get to via an, an elevator, um, the only thing up there is the Department of Homeland Security, which, funny story, they came in <laughs> about 6 in the morning, and uh, I woke up to them coming in, and the guy, like, looked at me, and he's like, good morning. I'm like, good morning. And then he went into his office, and that was it. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. Homeland was just like, oh, who's this guy sleeping here? Hey, how's it going? Good morning, I'm Homeland Security. No, he didn't say that. There's an office that I noted that said the Department of Homeland Security with a key card scanner on the outside, and he had a, like, I don't know, uniform on and scanned into it, so I'm going to go ahead and assume he was Department of Homeland Security. That's a Homeland terribly unlow-key name for the Office of Homeland Security. <laughs> Why? Well, okay. <laughs> So, but anyways, nobody would come up here, right? So, but of course, about two seconds after I got my bed made, um, this other couple came up there and, uh, not other couple because I'm not a couple myself, but a couple came up there, a guy and a girl, and I was like, Hey, you guys sleeping up here too? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, all right, this is going to be kind of weird, but, uh, cause I, I don't know. So I tried to get some sleep. I woke up around 3.40 in the morning uh, and looked around, and they were gone. So I don't know. But uh, that was pretty much my first night. I can continue, or we can talk about something else. <laughs> I love I love the idea of you seeing that other couple, and they're, like, cold and tired and scared and just, oh, trust me, they they just want to find cold. somewhere to sleep. And you just show up. Already, I, like, I was there already first. lying on the ground on like a skirt with your backpack. Like, hi, are you guys sleeping on the floor too? I'm Jake. Great to meet you. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna get murdered by somebody, you might as well make friends with them before they kill you. That's very true. Very true. Not true. At least yeah. they can feel bad after they wear your skin. Yeah, I mean that. Right? Was, that's the, that's the general idea. Is it's like if I show these people that I'm human, maybe they won't kill me. Maybe they won't rob me. Maybe they won't fully buffalo bill me. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> so wow. how did how did how did the rest of the group um get together? Like what was that process like? Oh, it was bad. <laughs> I I know that's why I had to ask because I know I was direct messaging on Twitter with Ufas and 
you you just seem to be having quite the time. I can just imagine I... them like going, "Where are you guys? Where are you? I'm right here. Where are you? No, you're not there. I can't see you." I don't know. I thought it was pretty I... easy. No, Banjo, that's because you were like a bystander in the whole mess. <laughs> <laughs> so before going to RTX, we were like already so disorganized with like meeting each other, but we knew that we wanted to. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to volunteer to set everything up so that we can meet together. And I have never... I've never made a worse decision before in my entire life, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I, um, <laughs> I you did you did a good job, Fuzz. That actually that makes me feel so happy for you to have said that like like you don't even understand. I mostly I'm say because that I, I wasn't ruined there. Everything. I mostly say that because I wasn't there and can't see how badly you screwed things up. So as far as I know, you did well. I was awesome. there, and I think you did a pretty good job. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll give you this: trying to um, trying trying to corral Harry in in any way, shape, or form. I can see how that would be challenging, and the fact that you at least got him into a room at one point and waxed his leg, I consider that a win. <laughs> I mean, Harry tried hard to get out of him that first day. That I'm sure he did. Him into a human building anyway it's like he's so tall usually he's sitting around a fire with his mammoth and you managed to get him into a real human hotel i mean I'm, that's commendable can i i think, I think it, it might was be taller by than him Shelly. i'm not sure <laughs> i want to put yeah, harry on glass for something shout out shout out to shelly for the hotel room i bought harry a kilt and drew chipped in for like our payment to him but i guess that might not really been have been best, but I'm really, sure if you Shelley. think about it, we uh, most of the group paid for everything Harry did. <laughs> nice, thank oh you guys. God, how much? Did how we? much did Harry? How much did Harry pay for? Because, um, you know, Amber paid for the leg wax, and <laughs> and <laughs> paid for the kilt, and then paid for the room. Harry has the and he won his RTX on pass. the server, and he didn't pay for dick. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, he won his pass from for, from the Olympics. He had the right. Wait, what did you say? Oh, the strongest sir. what on the server? The strongest currency. Um, the right. pound. <laughs> hey, to be fair, I I think it's probably a good show of American hospitality, if there is such a thing that we um, because I mean, coming from Scotland, he he had to spend at least a few uh. Pounds. I mean, I'm sure just chartering the wooden ship and the sailboat to get him over here was like, <laughs> wasn't ridiculous. I I Plus, renting that red uniform, I mean, I'm sure it was astronomical, at least in the half pound or, or you know, three half pence. I, I kept doing this thing to Harry where I would be like, Harry, you see, this is music. We have this here in America, and other like stupid <laughs> crap like that. <laughs> Just like the most basic things, like here, look, Harry, we have running water. <laughs> did, you, did you have to teach him how to use the toilet properly? <laughs> oh man, Harry, yeah. this is called plumbing. <laughs> oh, oh. You don't I can't wait for Harry to listen ground. to this and hate all of us. Honestly, hey, though, honestly, he had the opportunity to be here today, and he left. Harry does not know how to use an elevator. 
He doesn't I, not know how what? Harry was terrified of elevators. He has some <laughs> he has some irrational fear of them. He doesn't even know why. Does he think directions? Does he think a camera steals his soul? They're they're gypsy technology. <laughs> Possible. Hey, Lego... He's just glad he didn't room with me on the twenty first floor. Oh my no, god. No, no. Lego Drew and Harry were on the eighth floor of their hotel. Every single time they went to it, Harry would walk up eight flights of stairs to go to his room. What? Why? That's how he stays so slim. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, really, that's not a big deal. Like eight flights of stairs, I would have done that if my legs weren't killing me from RTX. <laughs> right, you but... could not have paid me enough money. There's no way. So, no, what, what is he like? Is he afraid? Actually... Oh, go ahead, Dan. He's afraid, yeah. He of the elevator? Why, though. He doesn't remember why he's afraid. He said something okay. about some bad experience when he was a kid, maybe, but like... Well, I can understand, like, claustrophobia and shit like that. Apparently it's not claustrophobia. I can't remember exactly what he said, but I don't think it's that. Did he oh my fall in the elevator? One when time he... I was if only he was here to tell us. That was right? owned. This, this park was started by this guy who just really hated dwarves and Jews... I can't remember his name. I think it rhymed oh with Galt Bisbee. And, and I got Maybe. on this elevator, and it just fell 100 stories. And and it went back up, and there were ghosts. And, I mean, it's all a blur. But Jesse, I, I don't think any of that's true, Jesse. <laughs> I mean, what, Walt I, I Disney just... did apparently hate the Jews, though. That is, no, that it is, is true. That is, that is not That is an urban legend. Or is it? <laughs> or right? is it? The world I mean, may never know. We'll have to. It sounds like it's true. Which is in a freezer that under Disney Jesse's World. That fits Jesse's narrative, so. Yeah. Also, he was a reptilian shapeshifter. Oh, uh, that, is, that is true. A draconian. That is true. Yes, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, heard, mean, I heard an insult the other day from one of the guys at work that I work with. <laughs> he calls people Homo sapien sapsuckers. Ooh. That's pretty Brutal. good. It reminded me of Fucking a got him. shifter. I thought of you guys. But <laughs> Alright. So I have a question cool. for Amber. Amber, was was uh Harry's legs very soft as I had always dreamed of? <laughs> <laughs> I had a very special technique for waxing Harry's legs, and that Go was on. called Go on. Do not touch the actual leg. Which might be why, which might be why it came out so badly. I did oh, like the right. shot in the periscope where you're like punching the wax strip into his leg, <laughs> <laughs> like knuckles first, not even using the palm, just fucking knuckle it in. <clears throat> he was so angry that she was the one that have to do that had to do it. So she's like, I might as well. Like just right up till the last second, she's trying to get out of it too, and I was just like, man up, fuzz, and she's like, fine. Dan's yelling at me. Yes, very. Uh, Fuzz was very specific about how much she was being yelled at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got honesty, yelled at a lot this last weekend. Man, honesty, I don't think, I you, I don't think you got yelled awesome. at at all. Has a has a clear version of that video been uploaded? Not I yet. Currently, have possession of Drew's video, and uh, it will be uploaded very soon. That is great news because I can't wait to see it. Because the only reason I knew that Harry's leg was even waxed was that the orangish amber colored blur became a pale white Casper colored blur. <laughs> I know, I know, right? I know. 
Casper colored. Oh, it no. was like, and then and and also in the Periscope when they showed like people's face, I was like, I can't fucking see. Everyone looked like they were wholly in the witness protection program. Like their whole <laughs> body was just like blurred out for their. Protection. And they were like, oh, and here's banjo. I, someone is I, here's banjo, and I'm like, is that an actual banjo or is that a person standing over? It was there? just a floating mustache. This sounds like what it looked like in the room. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Benji, right? what was your impression of everything? Did you fully embrace what was going on? Um, I felt like I had to, really. <laughs> Did you Did we... half embrace it? Did you one quarter embrace it? Well, he had the the wax with him, and he was the one who microwaved it and had it spilled on him. When yeah, uh, how did that feel? Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, let, let me tell you the story about the waxing. I didn't know that was oh, happening. Oh, Banjo, I'm so sorry. I did not know that was what was happening. I was just told, this is the hotel room we are all in. Come to us. I get in. <laughs> the first thing they say to me is, put this wax in the microwave. Oh, you had just got there when she threw that at you? Basically. <laughs> nice. See, I, <laughs> thought, I thought that you knew. I didn't know the waxing was going to be then. I walked in, saw the strips in the... Tongue depressors, whatever, popsicle sticks on the floor. I'm like, oh, okay, we're doing that now. <laughs> the more I think about the whole thing, it kind of it, it kind of came out like an experimental film with a TeamSpeak audio overlay. <laughs> because it's like, all these voices I recognize so well. Like, all of my friends that I only know by voice pretty much at this point. And then just these, these different different tinted blurs moving around this like also blurry space well i heard a comedian once say i think it was mitch hedberg and i think i mentioned this before he said um what if the the problem is that uh bigfoot really is just blurry (laughs) and so when when the periscope started and i saw harry i immediately thought of that and i was like holy fuck harry is sasquatch and he's just blurry (laughs) hence the poor quality of the video it would make so much sense right when do we yeah when do we get to the part of the podcast where i get to start complaining about people at rtx oh that's coming go ahead okay <laughs> good uh, yeah i mean i guess if you want to get into that now where would you like to start i want to go down the list starting <laughs> <laughs> amber's what got are, a hit list what are we, what are we complaining <laughs> about <laughs> oh my goodness let's start with lego i want to okay. complain about lego a little bit Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lego is so nice, IRL, which makes me wonder why he's such a jerk online on TeamSpeak. I have explained <laughs> oh. this. I have explained this very clearly. The more of a douchebag I am to do to you, the better friends I like the better the more I regard you as a friend. Ah, there's some logic I can get behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do because the same thing. If, if I if my mind thinks that I can safely blatantly insult you or be racist towards you, it means that I know that you know that I'm joking. Thank you so much for specifically mentioning the racist thing. I wasn't oh. sure before. <laughs> oh my gosh, come on. Wow, so so this oh. is a ra- it's it's about a race thing? Can it is a race the, thing. Can we tell the Hobbit story? How dare you, Lego? <laughs> I I thought about the Hobbit thing more after you said it, and I was like, I think that there's some racist elements to it. Of course there's what do you mean, of, of course there's racist elements to it. That's why that's half the reason why it's funny. For the people who don't understand the Hobbit I thing, that... what is the Hobbit thing? 
So <laughs> Fuzz d- described herself standing next to like Harry and I as a hobbit. No, no, no. What no, was no. it? What it was, was it? next to Megan Ashley because they're oh, super okay. duper hot. Okay, and Fuzz said she looked like a hobbit. And I was no. I was my exact like, words were my hobbity ass. Okay. Sorry. But <laughs> essentially, but my so, ass. to that effect, and then I'm just like, uh, what did I say exactly? I'm like, I don't think there were any black hobbits or something like that. <laughs> um, oh great. <laughs> this is where that and question I, I came from. I started thinking about that for a while. I started hobbit thinking about it for a while. I thought to myself, there are it's not entirely racist itself. There are some racist elements, but what's truly racist is the fact that you heard me say my hobbity ass and the first thing out of your mouth after that was there's no black hobbits. Oh you can't be a gosh. hobbit because you're black. <laughs> <laughs> Into the back of the mythology. <laughs> <laughs> Quote unquote Lego. To quote the third movie, Pike's in front, Archer's in back. Clearly, you're an Archer. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Dear fucking God. Dude, totally. <laughs> I denounce and reject everything that has just happened. <laughs> All right, so, so who's number two on the hit list? I'm oh, wait, I don't, I don't think she was now. done. Oh, you were done? Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I'll loop back around to you. Okay. I was going to say... Get, you get double billing like Gus. That goes really nice in real life. All right, next one. You, you get a discreet message on the IT side. Dan, Dan brought up this complaint, and I didn't notice at first, but now I have it, because I didn't have a complaint about Banjo. Out of everybody Uh-oh. that went to RTX, he... And I think maybe Trevor, Trevor to a lesser extent, were the most well-behaved people. But yeah, okay. God damn it, Banjo! You're so fucking. <laughs> what the hell's wrong thing. with you, Banjo? Fucking being but all now polite I and shit. About Banjo, okay. I complained about Banjo that Dan brought up, and this can go into the link dump. Dude, wait, those what? pictures, those pictures that we took at the podcast set, Banjo did not smile in a single. Oh one yeah, and we took like thirty. It's true. Did anybody upload that one of us the the king's chair? The third picture. That is a smile. Is it? Is it? Actually, no, no, no. It wasn't the podcast ones. It it was like the first picture of the warthog that you showed me. And he just looks so fucking pissed to be there. (laughs) We got into that warthog. The first thing Banjo said when he sat down was, this is a stupid car. (laughs) because because the the steering wheel goes in the middle of the windshield and the top of the windshield is in like is way too low you can't see out of that car if you're driving it well hence why it's not street legal driving it and i wasn't ready for the pictures God, Harry is <laughs> Every, so trying to get. Stark. I was trying to get situated, and then okay, yeah. Oh my the God! Okay, I can't see out of the windshield. Where's the camera? Every picture Wait, after that it was great. You were smiling. Everyone looked like we were having a good time. But the first picture that Fuzz showed us was just. I was like, man, he looks pissed to be there. <laughs> Banjo, can I just say that's <laughs> a really nice Kelty bag, buddy. Thank you. On a side note, Jesse mentioned <laughs> that Harry is so Scottish. 
I just wanted to say, Harry, Harry was the first person I met that I, A, had never met before, and B, have never seen in any form before. Um, so, really? No, yeah, I've never seen a picture of his face, because I don't think there is one. Um, but yeah, so I saw him, and or I saw a person, and my brain was like, without him saying anything... I, and my brain instantly said, that is Harry. No doubt about it. <laughs> Never seen him before. I just knew. I just knew that was Harry. Fair enough. The only picture I've ever seen of Harry before these ones was like an old one of when he was like 12 or something that somebody put in TeamSpeak one night. And that was frightening. <laughs> the only reason I could recognize Harry was the kilt. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sort of went, okay, that's Harry. Why not like the fiery red hair following him for like three feet behind in every single I'm, picture? I'm glad my kilt didn't confuse you. He was such a good sport for wearing the kilt, though. That was that was amazing. Not even that? that wasn't even a good sport thing. He was into it. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't fall, I wouldn't call that a, I wouldn't call that a stretch awesome. for Harry. <laughs> yeah, Harry was super excited about it's that. Like, wait, That's wait, the Scotsman wanted to wear a kilt? No. Yeah. I mean, I was I was wearing a kilt the whole time. Where's my props? Right. <laughs> the thing about Harry is a he's Scottish, so of course he wants to wear a, a kilt. But the other thing is he didn't bring anything other than his jeans. Oh and it's yeah, Texas. Yeah, he is. He's he's not smart. <laughs> yeah, kilt, oh, gross. Kilt, I I saved his life with that kilt. Yeah. Did he wear it for like it was the time there? So he wore nothing but the kilt for he's, like four he's days. Free ball and under the kilt because did he do it's the a only traditional? way he could like not die. Uh, he did not do traditional. I know because I. Here's why I know. Because <laughs> no, no. I looked. <laughs> no, here's why I know. You um, went to pull it up and you were like, "Oh, here it comes." And... <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> no, the deal is, um, so if you've never worn, for the guys in here, despite the fact that it, a kilt is not a skirt, um, it behaves very, very similarly to a skirt. Um, it's not so, called a skirt, but it's cut exactly the same way a skirt is. And it's, no, it's, and... it's, not, it's not cut like a skirt, actually. Um, but anyways, <laughs> it, be, it behaves like one. It behaves like one. Now, this is important because... No, I had never worn a skirt or kilt before, so I didn't know how this thing worked. So it took me a while to figure out how to do things like sit down and not show every <laughs> and not show everyone everything that I have when I sit down. So kind of like that, you're wearing a skirt. Kind of like that, yeah. Um so but <laughs> so but having this experience, I've had my kilt for about a little more than a year now. Having a little bit of experience, um, I suspected that Harry would also be like me when I first got my kilt and not know how to sit in it. And my suspicions were correct. And so like, there may have been a few times when, you know, wow, you saw everything. Well, that's the thing is that I didn't. (laughs) Luckily he was wearing boxers. So you didn't see any Scottish sausage. No. Oh God. (laughs) All right. Just trying to point it out. That's all. You got a good peek of the dingus, (laughs) but, uh, no little Franken beans. We're we're safe. (laughs) Honestly, half half the reason my eyes were even there is because I was trying to make sure that he was doing things properly or at least 
garbed properly beneath the right, kilt. Right. You, you don't have to explain yourself. It's it's right it's for, it's for, like for the lady's sake, like honestly, it's common locker room yeah. shit. Like no, sure, keep going. You're gonna okay, see Lizzo, some dick. You it's just gonna happen. That's, you, don't, you know, you're amongst friends here. Nothing to worry about. I it's wanna, a safe place, Lego. I want to speak on Lego's behalf. I want to speak in Lego's defense. After we did the waxing, we started playing Exploding Kittens. Harry sat <laughs> on the bed, and I sat on the floor, and Harry's legs were wide fucking open. Okay, so see, I, I was right. 100% on Lego's side. Thank you for making sure that happened, Lego, because I could have died. <laughs> that would have been it for me. Um, Bad enough. Know, I had to wax his fucking legs. Now I got to stare at his balls. I can, I can tell. I can tell you this much. I can tell you this much. I didn't see much, but I'll tell you right now, you would not have died. <laughs> well, we'll can't leave that at that. Moving can't on. Wait to, can't wait to see you next year, Harry. <laughs> so the whole experience be... of RTX in general was it something that you feel like you want to go back to right away? Or was it just the experience of hanging out with everybody that you enjoyed the most? Buzz. All right, I'll go. <laughs> there you go. Well, I mean, um, I feel like you had a different Fuzz. experience than Fuzz would have because you... Fuzz, yes, that is 100% true. But I've had both experiences, so I might be able to effectively speak on both behalves. Go on. Go on. So in 2013, I attended RTX as a regular attendee. And it was like the most amazing thing ever. Panels were awesome. Signings were awesome. Uh, getting wait in, getting to wait in lines, despite how painful it was, was awesome. Because um, you got to meet a bunch of cool people. You got to do what you wanted. You had free time. That is a very right. amazing experience. And one that I miss, um, that I gave up for being a guardian. Because, you know, I wanted to volunteer and help out. And while that is extremely rewarding, and shout out, by the way, to all my fellow Guardians, because um, they're all amazing. You can only but, do um, that if you make contact with every single one of them and have them listen to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but it's a very different experience. It's fun in a different way, um, kind of similar to the sleeping in the airport thing. Um, but... Right. I, I, I say it. I say it. I you know for two years now that I've been a guardian, uh, I would really like to go back as an attendee eventually, because uh, as fun as being a guardian is, you essentially get to do nothing that you want to do. So what like what exactly uh, did you personally have to do as a guardian? Uh, so as a guardian, I let's see, I guarded an elevator to make sure nobody got upstairs. What are the hours like? Why? Uh, why? Because <laughs> uh, yeah. nobody was nobody was allowed upstairs, and like no what attendant. was I mean, like what was upstairs that would? Oh, like, was, it was it a, um, an event on the, or on the fourth floor of the convention center was where events and a couple of other uh, like headquarters type things were like yeah. for I mean, they were, they were like burning a cross, and they were all in yeah. black robes, and <laughs> they had a <laughs> white robes with child hats. sacrifice, and it's like you know you just can't have fans stumbling into that. That would be right, ridiculous, right? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and fans are regular attendees were not allowed to use the elevators just because there's 45,000 people and it would just be chaos. And it was reserved for like staff, handicap, uh, VIPs, things like that. Okay. Um, so elevate guarding elevator, um, guarding escalator. 
Wait, may I interrupt you for a moment? Yes, you may. What do you do if someone's like super obstinate and wants to get on the elevator? I mean, what's your what's your course of action? Um, so I, if you approach me and said, you know, I'm, hey, I'm going to use the elevator. Um, a, if you just said like, screw you guardian and then just walk past me, I would not do anything. Like I would say, Hey, you know, you're not supposed to use that or some, maybe something a little bit more forceful, but I'm not allowed, uh, guardians are not allowed to touch anybody or do anything of like extremely forceful. We could, so you're right. basically just there to like strongly, uh, suggest that people don't use it's, the elevator. I, we, we, I, I can back hey, like. Hey, I, please I, don't do that, or I'm gonna. Damn! I again. wish I knew that. I can. No, okay, I can okay, back okay, Lego up on this with a with an actual let response. Let me clarify. If you had done that, if that person had done that, I would not have been able to stop you right then and there. But I would have reported who you were, that you were coming up the elevator, and my team lead would have met you at the top of the elevator or the bottom, respectively, and taken your badge and kicked you out of RTX. Right. Uh, See, so like for a lot of things, like uh, in, on a serious note, like I work in retail. I've, I've been a, a department ooh, manager in a grocery store for ten years. Hold on, it's just relevant to it. Like the the loss prevention uh, or quote unquote security that we would have in our store are technically not allowed to really touch anybody either. But if people know that they're in the store, then they're less likely to do things. It's not that it won't ever happen, but so having people. Uh, a visual representation of some sort of authority to where you're not supposed to be does help deter people from actually doing things. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've worked in retail too, and I just follow people around. Mm. That so I, I say, like, but not not in like a I'm following you around and watching you kind of thing. Like I'm gonna annoy you with conversation because I suspect <laughs> you are going to shoplift. And honestly, <laughs> it's, it's it's teenage white girls and young women. I mean, uh, elderly women that that shoplift the most from the store that I worked at. Yeah, it's it's always... So you work at Hot Topic. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, it always no, depends on at, what's close by, but... Patagonia retailer. Oh, <clears> really sure. women are Elderly hanging out women. with Hot Topic in your town, like, oh. <laughs> okay, anyway, bringing it back to RTS, I just wanted to throw that in there. That Charlotte. Sometimes a visual <laughs> representation is enough to deter people. But anyway, so going on, um, elevator, and then you said escalator? Uh, escalators as well. It's pretty much the same deal. Um, I was at, I was stationed for a while at the, we had card scanners this year. So you had to like, to get into the showroom floor, you had to scan your RTX badge, with, which had an RFID chip in it. So mm-hmm. we were I stationed. Say that, that was the best thing I've ever seen in any convention. There you go. Yeah. Cause we, we had reports of people counterfeiting badges and stuff. So like, or stealing badges and uh, I don't know. So there are a couple countermeasures for that in place. Um, that was pretty cool because I, I like I got to see literally every single person that wanted to go onto the showroom floor. Um, and I like interacting with people, so that was fun. But the other than that, let me think. Um, scanners. I did a lot of like line management outside one of the venues uh, where a lot of the panels were being held. That was pretty brutal. We were out in the Austin heat for couple hours at a time just uh kind of trying to keep people from getting themselves killed that was kind of funny because outside of the venue it was the marriott Uh um outside of there there's a valet drive now the way the sidewalk works with the valet drive is that the sidewalk looks exactly like the valet drive um and they kind of just flow into one another but (laughs) cars are constantly driving through the valet drive as you might expect um but people are oblivious to things like that, and they just keep walking. 
couple people I think almost got hit. Um, not under my watch, but that's why I was there is because mm-hmm. it, it, it had happened. So I'm sitting there doing that. And that was especially hilarious because we're standing outside this um, pretty freaking nice hotel in downtown Austin. You got a bunch of these ritzy, you know, uh, high, highbrow uh, rich people and stuff like that, that are just like looking at me and everyone else there. You know, like we're a bunch of freaking crazy people. So when a six foot three crazy looking guy with a kilt and uh, my Naruto headband and badges on and everything tries to tell one of these, you know, whatever you want to call them, uh, flobber nozers or whatever, uh, they got. Good word. They look at me. They look at me and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna listen to you." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I'm just trying to keep you from getting yourself killed, you douchebags." Um, so, but I had to explain to them. I'm like, "This is where the cars drive, you know. This is this is where you might get hit by a car." And they're just like, "Okay, okay." Road, cars, sidewalk, <laughs> human. <laughs> that, was pretty much, that was pretty much the look they gave me how, how much harder does your does your job as a guardian become when people like fuzz come up and berate you for half hours mm-hmm. uh not too bad <laughs> people um, like fuzz what does that mean what do you mean sounds people. like a race thing. i mean <laughs> no not a race thing i mean literally fuzz yeah um it's not that bad because i still like manage to uh, answer people's questions pretty effectively I've gotten pretty good at the whole, like, oh, 18 people are asking me a question. I can pretty well manage who comes next in that line of random people standing in a circle around Let's me. be real. Let's be real. Me coming out to talk to Lego was the best part of his day. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that you believe it so oh. passionately. <laughs> um, but, yeah, other, let's see, guarding that. Um, there was one point that probably one of the more exciting points of being a guardian was, or like at least things I had to do was I was at the convention center, the main venue, and Ray did an impromptu signing on the showroom floor. Impromptu signings are great because fans from all around see that it's happening and then instantly flock there in the thousands, like literally. Right. And so then, uh, guardians are dispatched to deal with thousands of people and that's pretty good because um you get to talk to all the people in the line and then it's kind of like what i talked about before like being an attendee and being in line and getting to talk to people uh-huh. um so that's pretty good and getting to see like see physically not like go and talk to them because uh, i didn't get to do that at all uh, but see ray was pretty cool um, i guess that'd be a pretty big downside of being a guardian it's just like you're you're there to basically work, not you know get to yeah, interact with it, everybody. Right. It's it's weird. There's because they tell you going in like do not expect to get to hang out with staff. Do not expect to get to be buddy buddy with everybody. And while that doesn't that is true, you shouldn't expect that. It still kind of happens. Like so, I mentioned that I didn't get to see Ray, but I forgot to mention that before the convention started, like the day before when it was just registration, they needed a bunch of help setting up stuff. So I headed over to where they were setting up the RT store and I started helping out with that. And the next thing you know, um, Caleb is there and, uh, you know, I like helped. I, it was pretty much like me, Caleb and a few other people just working on setting up a bunch of 
RT store stuff for like four hours. And that was pretty cool because we actually did get to chat a bit. Um, just That's BS pretty cool. And stuff. Um, <clears throat> and he's a really cool guy. Uh, did you remind Caleb that he's technically a part of the Dark Brotherhood? I did not do that. I forgot to. I think Chris oh, might have even mentioned it to me. Well, Caleb <laughs> is on the wall of shame for a thing, you know? <laughs> I well, he's he's I one of the few. Times. What? What? Go on, him. Oh, I met Caleb. I think about like three times during RTX. You remind oh, him that's that cool. he was a member of the Dark Brotherhood? Uh, I probably should have. <laughs> so that's a no. Way to skirt around that one. <laughs> God damn it! Listen. I'd also listen. like to address your lack of fucking updates. Screw you for having a good time. <laughs> By the way, how dare you have fun, right? When other people who aren't having fun, need you to know were how sent there fun. so that us who couldn't go could sit here in misery at our computers mm -hmm. and get your friggin' updates. But oh, no, yeah. we no, didn't get those. Second. Wait a second, wait a second. You are not about to do this to me, Dan, when I have <laughs> chat logs between the two of us all throughout the week. Don't even start it. <laughs> <laughs> I will flip this over on you. Look. There's a difference between what you and I spoke of and what everybody else got to learn. About what? There was hardly any tweets from the Blubberhood Twitter, which you had access to. So the poor people like Mary. Checkmate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, Mary, she had no idea what was going on. We came to the U.S., but were unable to go there. Right? Our poor she came like... Had Don't no worry. Idea what was happening at RTX. Ma Mary and RTX worry, is like the typical um, first kiss thing. She came eighty percent. You were supposed to come the other twenty. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. I can come the other twenty. I'm just not sure if there's ever going to be a good way to do it. Or are, are you talking about your first night with Drew Lego, or what are we talking? Go about? No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm come the other twenty. Okay. I'm mm -hmm. saying oh, that I am in range relatively of Mary, and so oh, I yeah. Could, yeah, I could come and visit. Yeah, it's true. A good way to do that, but like, so she's still, despite being a lot closer than she was a couple months ago, um, she is still quite far away, as in three hours. So it'd be kind of weird for me to be like, yeah, I'm gonna drive three hours to come, like, I don't know, have lunch and then turn around and go back home. <laughs> so, true. But if I'm passing through <laughs> and I have a good reason to say hi, then maybe I will wave in your general direction, Mary. Let's talk about how what? Drew drove through my town last month. Literally was probably like a hundred feet from me and did not stop. Wow, <laughs> what a dick. Speaking Blast of Drew me. being a dick, I believe Fuzz has a story about that. RTX related. <laughs> I oh, feel like if I harp I on love... it anymore, it's going to be bullying. No, 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 because is here's this, what's going to happen. Pizza story? Here's what's going to happen is ultimately mm -hmm. I'm going to interview... Uh, Drew at some point before this podcast comes out. I'm going to cut it in at the end of the podcast so that he can defend himself. Should I should I not give the honest account of what happened? Because I feel like the story will be more interesting. You already gave the honest account. Yeah, right. but it's not on recording, so it didn't happen. Okay. Okay. Didn't happen? <laughs> Let's just hear the story from Fuzz's perspective. Happen. I want to... Uh, yeah, this should be good. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so... We get out of the Cars Against Humanity panel. And by we, I mean me, Harry, Jackson. It took me a little bit to find them. I ran into Crypt. I asked, when do you get off? He does not answer me because Crypt is just completely absent during the entire weekend. Mm -hmm. 
So would you say we... he was silent as a crypt? That is strike number one against Lego. Boo. That's coming from me. Boo, are you a ghost that's in the crypt? Yes. Oh my god. I love it. Dun, 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 Lego, dun, dun, you're my new dun, friend. Dun, dun. Wow. Suddenly there's layers to this joke. I like wait, it. Wait, wait. Lego, go on. I'm coming around to it. No, I hate this. Okay. Go on, Lego. So, we... I hear from Harry, okay, Lego and Drew are at Hoboken Pie. I'm like, how far is that? He's like, we just keep walking this way. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> like right the scotsman in america and you're not from this country so we're just gonna let him go because he won't let me hold his phone and those dead. those were your first mistakes your phone should not have been dead listen i tried to not dead it but things happened so <laughs> we end up walking to hovokin pie uh it's we eventually get to the part where it's not like touristy Austin, like we're just in Austin, <laughs> Austin. And eventually we pass by this business building. I look around, there's nobody on the street. Some of the lights have like gone out around there. And I stop Jackson and Harry and I say, we need to take off our badges so that we don't look like tourists just in case something happens to us. Like we don't get like automatically targeted. Uh, Jackson's like, you're right, that's a good idea. Takes off her badge, puts it in her bag. Harry's like, no, I know what I'm fucking doing. We get attacked, I'll protect you. So I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck ever, Harry? Yeah, I mean, you're definitely not going to look like tourists with Harry's kilt, so... That doesn't sound like something Harry would say. I'm sure it was something more like, they can take our badges! <laughs> they can take our That's actually exactly what he said. It's like you were there. (laughs) (laughs) So, you are correct. Like, Harry in the kilt, I thought about that, started walking about 10 steps behind Harry after that. So, which is. We. Hmm? He he was your best protection, believe it or not. Mmm. So we keep walking. His size alone is enough of an intimidation factor for D- most of your would-be thugs. Despite your gross true. generalization, Fuzz is indeed a hobbit, and they do have great self-defense skills. <laughs> exactly. Just make sure she doesn't miss second breakfast. <laughs> also, 12 oh, is super important. Right? So... Before I get into the next part of the story, I want to elaborate that I have been, like, to Baltimore, I've been to, like, downtown Atlanta, I've been to, you guys wouldn't know what Orangeburg is. It's a really bad Fucking brag about it. No, what I'm saying (laughs) is I know what bad sides of towns look like. I've been in bad sides of towns. You've never been to Cleveland. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Don't slow down in East Cleveland or you'll die. (laughs) <laughs> so eventually, a river I'm, I'm isolating fire. that and that's the intro <laughs> have you not seen <laughs> have you not seen the hastily made cleveland tourism video you must go on with that i love that video that is a great video <laughs> gone first. eventually we get out of business buildings and we're just straight up around like apartments and like cvs's and stuff and i start to see people that are like 
shaking and shit and like shivering and they seem drunk and some of them high and let me tell you it was not cold enough in austin for people to be fucking shivering from the cold <laughs> so... Ooh. it gets down to about 95 at night there yeah, yeah. that's unbearable so we're walking and eventually on the way there some dude stops us and is like i need you to hide me from the police come on hide me from the police and we walk away and i'm like man this is not a good side of town Harry keeps on walking, and I'm like, whatever, we got to keep following him at least so that we can have someone with us, because once again, my phone's dead. Finally, ages later, we make it to Hoboken Pie. I say hi to Lego. It's great meeting him. I say hi to Drew. He's great. (laughs) So I go up to the counter, and I order my pizza. The dude's like, it's going to be 20 minutes until your pizza's ready. I turn back to Lego and Drew. They're like, is that okay? They're like, yeah, that's okay. And so I turn to the dude and I'm like, okay, go ahead and make my pizza kind, sir. And then I go back and sit off and sit down and they're like, hey, we're going to leave now. <laughs> I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, we want to go see Wolf now. And I was like, we just uh, got no. here. That was no stop. Uh, what? Fine, fine. Stop. <laughs> they're like it's okay and oh yeah i should mention i definitely told them when i sat down that my phone was dead i know it because i remember bringing out my battery pack and talking about it they knew that my they knew that my phone was dead I so concur. lego and drew they get up and leave carrie Guys, then at that point hmm? i'm sorry i have to vanish voila all right, bye. Bye, Jesse. Jesse's going back into the void. Arrivederci. Avita Zen. I've said enough Finish. offensive things for one night. Good night. <laughs> User disconnected from your channel. Harry, at that point, also leaves. I'm like, I look at Jackson, because it's just us then. I'm like, oh, shit. So we're stuck there, and I think, and I'm like, my phone is dead. How are we going to get back? I can't call an Uber. And she's like, well, how does Uber work? And I'm like, well, let me put it on your phone. And I try. And she's like, I don't have a signal. And I'm like, well, that sucks because my phone's dead. So we go over to the dude at the counter and we're like, can we use your Wi-Fi? And he's like, I don't know the Wi-Fi password for here. And I was like, okay, that's awful. So then I'm like, well, can I like charge my phone behind the counter because we need to find a way to get home? And he's like, sorry, we can't let that happen because you'll be blocking the hallway. But I know this has happened before. There's like a bar next door. They absolutely will let you charge your phone, but you got to be 21 and up. I think to myself, Jackson just turned 21 like last week. She can do this. We can get home. I go to Jackson. I'm like, hey, can you go next door and charge my phone just enough until it turns back on so that we can get home? Her response, I'm not comfortable going to a bar. (laughs) Checkmate. (laughs) Okay. We're stuck in downtown Austin where neither of us have ever been. And we should have just called me. Or me. The point was she couldn't call any. (laughs) Yeah, her phone was dead and Jackson didn't have a signal. That's the joke. Doesn't My Jackson God. have a phone? Yeah, didn't Jackson She have didn't phone? have a signal. Tried to change providers. <laughs> right? I oh went to Hoboken like, clearly that your night, fault. <laughs> and I had signal, so that's Jackson's fault. 
Oh my god. So finally, Jackson goes to the bathroom. She comes back and she's like, hey, there is an outlet in the bathroom. Why don't you just go sit in the bathroom and charge your phone? And I'm like, oh my <laughs> fucking god. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to be not in this pizza place anymore. Fine. And then I go and sit in the bathroom and charge my phone. And so finally, we call back at Uber. We get to the Radisson, which is where Leco, Harry, and Drew are staying. And finally, finally, I text Drew, and I'm like, we made it back. Where are you? Drew's like, oh, we're not there yet. <laughs> where was he? I don't we, know. Time down. We, we spent, we, um, the other side of the story... At least, like, not not the other opinion, but the other, literally, what was going on while they were doing all this crap, was um, Harry, Drew, and I all went to see the Capitol building, uh, which is pretty cool, because Austin is the capital of Texas, and I got to explain to Harry what, like, a real government was like. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> um, don't start don't start yeah really we got we got we got a dane and a canadian no, in here with no, you yeah i know it's again those stupid jokes about like hey this is real things instead of your silly hill faring ways um i don't know but uh <laughs> so after that um i knew wolf was in the neighborhood and so i knew the guys hadn't make, met wolf so i'm like hey let's let's go meet wolf and stuff and they're like okay and that was just like on our way back it wasn't like we lost um any much time we literally just saw them on the way back we're like hey what's up and then parted ways and headed back to the hotel and um, that was, and, well, was moved to your channel now we're at fuzz back to fuzz we're so we're back to fuzz we're back to fuzz we're <laughs> getting towards the raping i mean the <laughs> The, wow! The shaving—that's right. Hmm. Because technically, technically, if you look at the definition of the word that I just used, I'm pretty sure that what we did to Harry would qualify. It would not, because it was absolutely consensual. Lego, don't loot me. That's—that's that's true. You're right. Yep. My bad. Well, I don't know. I mean, absolutely he, consensual. He—he he did consent to. Like, in a sense that, like, I'll do it if you raise the money. Yeah. Harry's a whore. But I can see that he definitely didn't want to do it. But he had to do it. Mm -hmm. Because he was obligated by charity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> True. However, he did agree in the first place that if we raised the money, he'd do it. So it was consensual. So check Not to Harry. mention, if yeah, you check remember Harry. the beginning of the stream or the video, he was on board until like the first drop of wax hit his skin. <laughs> that's and true. That's when yeah. he changed his mind. That's very true. So you guys should then try again, to get me to do it because I would have been like, really the happy say no. to do it. True, true. But he didn't say no. He said, ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did say, ah. They can't, can't say no if he's not conscious, right? Oh, oh my god. god. I don't like this conversation. That's a bit. Well, Not that took a turn. good way, yeah. Lego, please. Lego. <laughs> Write your congressman, Lego. Regarding, <laughs> regarding Lego, Drew, and Harry leaving me to be kidnapped or raped or sold into sex slavery, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we also had a round table at a food truck venue Ooh. wherein Banjo, oh, yes. Trevor, and Bailey all were told both sides of the story and everyone agreed that i was correct well there you go 
Mm-hmm. I just want to throw that out there. I, I'm <laughs> still I'm still waiting. I'm I'm not giving my uh, uh, honest account because I thought we didn't want that to be on the record, but I can if you need me to. <laughs> I think once I interview Drew, we'll go from there. Because <laughs> when when the story was first presented to me, it was, oh my god, did I tell you Drew's a, t- a terrible person? <laughs> and then she proceeded to tell me the story. And I was like, okay, so basically the accusation is that Drew's a horrible person for leaving her and Jackson alone at a pizza place with no phone. Mm-hmm. So I, I need his side of the story before I can go further. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.